0: Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on SiriusXM Patriot. No matter what Kamala Harris says, watching her get interviewed is—I don't know who it's more painful for, us or the person doing the interview. Like you could see a look of absolute pain on the face of Chuck Todd. We saw this with Lester Holt. Like this woman is either really bad in interviews or she doesn't prepare at all. Now, what we've learned from her own staff as they depart. This is not some, you know, kooky, and we're going to get into this piece. The Guardian has a piece claiming that CNN is going full on to the right because they fired Brian Stelter. And I thought to myself, did anybody think that Fox was going left when they fired Bill O'Reilly? No. Lots of people have been fired from fox news i remember when edie hill got fired for calling a fist bump a terrorist fist bump no one's like oh my god fox news is the new msnbc yes yes i for one am looking looking forward to all that nightly pro-maga commentary from don lemon can't wait to see that cnn's going to the left you mean if they're not hard left If they don't want to compete with MSNBC anymore for the hard left audience, then maybe they're trying to moderate themselves. That makes them hard right. Okay. No matter what Kamala Harris says, I'm sorry, the pained look on Chuck Todd's face. We saw that with Lester Holt. You haven't been to the border. We have been to the border. But you haven't. We have been to the border. Do you mean that there are functions of the government? At the border, or do you mean you personally visited the border? The answer is Kamala Harris is nowhere to be found. We have been been dealing with this, obviously longer than Simpson-Mazzoli. But the Simpson-Mazzoli Act of 1988 was supposed to be a one-time, one-time, one-time amnesty. And the borders were supposed to be secured. And they were not. And then after the 94 takeover, it took, what, till 2006 before we got the Secure Fences Act. Had Republicans in control of the House, Republicans in control of the Senate. Didn't really work that hard with Bill Clinton and maybe had some other priorities. I don't know. But you'd think after 9-11, it wouldn't have take, taken five years to get the Secure Fences Act. Well, that has nothing to do with immigration, but, but it does. If terrorists can board planes and crash them into the World Trade Center, the Pentagon, and God knows where the other one that landed in Shanksville, crashed in Shanksville was going. You don't think terrorists are looking at our border and thinking, how do we exploit that? Not all terrorist tactics have to be the same or have the same demands. You don't think it's bad for this country that fentanyl, that is pure poison is pouring across the border every single day? If toddlers can get through our defenses, anyone can get through our defenses. And Kamala Harris is giving these interviews. She just... Of the staff members that have turned over, which is pretty much everyone from Inauguration Day, from the transition to Inauguration Day, have said she refuses to prepare herself. The woman that is a heartbeat away. And really, I don't wish this on President Biden. But he's old. I mean, he's like old. Like when Dirt is talking to Dirt, they're like, man, you're, old, you're older than Biden. Like Dirt, when Dirt makes a commentary about being old, Dirt says you're older than Biden. That's how old he is. So, look, the next couple of years can be, you know, fraught with peril with the president's age and clear demonstration of mental decline. And if he were to somehow secure a second term, I mean, how old would he be in the end of the second term? 118? So Kamala Harris is next in line and she sounds like she doesn't ever know what she's talking about in between the cackling and the head nodding and the repeating of sentences in different order. What is it that Dana Carvey used to say about Hillary Clinton that she gives, she sounds like she's giving a high school commencement speech? We're going out to a world that is changing. A changing world, a world full of change. Kamala Harris talks like that too. She'll say things like, we know there is work to be done. We have to do the work. Work must be done by us, the people who do the work. (laughs) Okay, great. Now what work are you
1: talking about? Play cut one.
0: Would you call the border secure?
1: I think that there is no question that we have to do what the President and I asked Congress to do. is The first request we made, pass a bill to create a pathway to citizenship. The border is secure, but we also have a broken immigration system, in particular over the last four years before we came in.
0: Well, if the border is so secure, why are you asking for a pathway to citizenship for like millions of people who cross the border illegally if the border is secure? Kamala or Mamala or whatever her nickname is today. If the border is so damn secure, and don't get me wrong, I blame Republicans. This is not a Democrat good Republic. I mean, a Democrat bad Republican good topic. Republicans have been just as awful. Thank you, Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan for never funding the border wall. Thanks, guys. Hold on a second. Let me pull back from the mic. Golf clap. There we go. You guys did a great job on that border. Hey, give it up for Paul and Mitch. Who's the big winner? Mitch is the big winner. Yay! There's no... what, 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 What secure border is this woman talking about? But notice the priority is not stopping the flow. The priority is we have to have a pathway to citizenship. Why? Why do we need a pathway to citizenship? Because they just don't want to enforce the law? When was the last time there was a mass tax amnesty? Never. What is this What is this obligation? Like this is somehow bogging things down, like this must be done. Why? Why do we need a pathway to citizenship? Why? Because on this issue, The Democrats don't want to enforce the law. They blather on and babble on about the rule of law, the rule of law, the rule of law. Trump, January 6th, rule of law. Trump, January 6th, rule of law. We Democrats believe in the rule of law. Okay, well then enforce it. Well, not here. I mean, not now, like over there somewhere. And you've got these mayors that are losing their minds. They tell you that their city is a sanctuary city and then one busload of one busload of Latinos shows up, and they hit the red alarm. Ah! We need federal help. You never needed federal help before for these people, at least not allegedly. Weinstein six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. She continues. I mean, Chuck Todd always does kind of look like he's holding back something, like in his bowels, like you know, he's just just kind of has that face. But he looks especially pained listening to the second part of this play cut too. We're going to have 2 million people cross this border for the first time ever. You're confident this border's secure?
1: We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation including ours and our administration. But there are still a lot of problems that we are trying to fix given the deterioration that happened over the last four years. We also have to put in place a, 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 a law and a plan for a pathway for citizenship for the millions of people who are here and are prepared to do what is legally required to gain citizenship. We don't have that in place because people are playing politics. If they were
0: willing to do what was legally required of them to become a citizen, they'd be in their home country filling out paperwork. This is not hard. Lady, lady, lady. This is not... This, hello? McFly, are you in there? This is not difficult stuff. This is like elementary, rudimentary. You can't say that we have to stop what we're doing to serve the demands of people in the country illegally because now they're ready to play by the rules. Now they're ready. That would be like saying, well, you know, if you've been embezzling your whole life and you've been stealing other people's money, but you're willing to pay some taxes on it because that's legally required in this country. We forget all about the fact you've been stealing, but now if you're willing to pay some taxes on the money you stole, that's your legal obligation, and we're good with it. This seems to be the only crime that we can't enforce the law, where we can't enforce the law, and we owe it to them. One six six ninety five patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. And after we legalize, what, 20, 40, 60 million people? We really don't know. The truth is we really don't know. They've been using that 11 to 20 million number for over 20 years. You're supposed to believe that the number of people in this country illegally is it upwards of 15% of the population? Because why? Because Kamala Harris doesn't think so or doesn't want to admit it? I love how this is the most important part of this discussion. Not the fentanyl, not our sovereignty, not our, our well, air fingers quote, our Is it our democracy or everyone's democracy? Whose democracy is this? Whose democracy is this? Anybody that runs across the border? Man, I you know, I do, I, I feel bad. For people that followed the law, waited their turn in line, did all the things that we as a society ask of people who wish to join and partake in our American dream, especially those, and I was with Yesli Vega this past weekend on my little trip with FreedomWorks. And when she got up to speak at our event, she spoke about how, with passion, how thankful she is for the opportunity this country gave her family when they came here legally from El Salvador and how this nation is worth protecting and its borders are worth enforcing. She became a police officer, her husband's in the army. So many legal immigrants join our military because they fall in love with this country. I feel bad for them. I'm thankful that many of them joined the military, but I feel bad for them. Because these are people that did everything right, and really the government seems to care more about the people that did it all wrong. And the idea that somewhere around the world, you know what? We never, we never frame it like this. When we talk about all the people that want to come here, lots of people want to come here. They say, well, there's a lot of poverty and violence in El Salvador. Okay. Nicaragua, Honduras, Guatemala. These are very dangerous, violent places. Well, Chicago's a dangerous, violent place. Why don't all the unemployable people who are living in these crime ridden neighborhoods go to Canada? Why isn't Canada offering to take Americans who are living in poverty and violence? If the answer to poverty and violence in one nation is for the people experiencing the poverty and violence in that nation to find another nation to reside in, why isn't Canada offering to take people experiencing poverty and violence in the United States? I'll tell you why, because they ain't that stupid. They got their own problems. We have our, what I'm getting is we have our own poor people. We have our own poverty and violence. Poverty's not on the rise in this country. We just keep importing more poor people. 16695 patriot 9572874 We are right, they are wrong. That is the end of the story. I can't believe it. Here we are September 12th, 2022, 21 years after the most horrific attack carried out by Muslim extremists. You know some people did something. Some people did something and we still can't secure our damn borders. We can treat everyone flying domestically like a criminal, but we can't secure our borders. I got more Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.